0: Alright, so Final Fantasy XIV is so popular that Square Enix had to stop selling it. So why don't we check in on the Final Fantasy VII Remake. For December 21st, 2021, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Thanks so much for all the birthday wishes. I appreciate them so much. Coming up, George R.R. R. Martin comments on his contribution to Elden Ring, and it seems like nobody is buying the Ubisoft NFTs. Last Friday, the gaming world rejoiced as the Final Fantasy VII Remake made its way to PC, albeit on the Epic Game Store only. But FF7R has been like every other Square Enix PC port. As in, not very good. People have been complaining on Twitter about the numerous problems plaguing the game. The issues you could face include, but are not limited to, frame drops, stuttering, VRAM issues, and full-blown crashes. It doesn't really matter the hardware you throw at it, because most people are still facing these problems with top-of-the-line rigs with 3090s in them. To make matters worse, Square Enix limited the options available to players to adjust things like V-Sync, turn off motion, blur, change anti-aliasing, or even set variable frame rates. Overall, Square Enix rushed this out for $70 and they couldn't even be bothered to add in basic settings so that gamers could attempt to make the damn thing run on their PC. Though, if you do own the Final Fantasy 7 Remake for PC, PC gamers suggest forcing the game to use DirectX 11 instead of DX12 to cut down on the stuttering. Mods are on their way to patch the game, but modders need more than a weekend to fix Square Enix's broken game. Or maybe it shouldn't even be on mod in the first place. Maybe Square Enix should test their products a little bit more before releasing them. George R.R. R. Martin has released a blog post about Elden Ring and his involvement in the project, saying, quote, Miyazaki and his team at From Software are doing groundbreaking stuff with gorgeous art, and what they wanted from me was just a bit of world building. A deep, dark, resonant world to serve as a foundation for the game they plan to create. And as it happens, I love creating worlds and writing imaginary history. So, I did my bit and handed it off to my new friends in Japan, and they took it from there. Which is really interesting, because it's not often you see prolific writers like george rr R. martin work with game studios like from software it's also a bold move to take what george has written and branch off from it as opposed to directly adapting it martin continues by saying but the day of elden ring is finally at hand and i've got to say it looks incredible elden ring is slated to come out february 25th 2022 barring any more delays The Ubisoft Quartz launch has been a spectacular dumpster fire. The initial offering of NFTs were acquired with in-game achievements for Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which include a gun skin that requires players to reach XP level 5, a pair of pants requiring 100 hours played, and a dumb gray mask for 600 hours of playtime. None of these NFTs even look terribly unique, either. Instead, they come with a special number to indicate which one of the bland gray skins you earned. Though the whole point of NFTs is to scam, I mean sell, these items to other people to make a profit. On that front, Ubisoft minted a couple of thousand NFTs, which are being traded on Rarible.com and Object.com. Some of the garbage gray masks are going for the U.S. equivalent of $400,000, but the actual transactions tell a different story. The total volume sold for Ubisoft's NFTs have been $380 over 15 sales. $400. That's it. Apex Legends senior character artist Liz Edwards on Twitter said it best, Am I understanding this right? Ubisoft managed to make an NFT that not even NFT fans want? Because that's very, very, very funny it's not only funny, it's really sad. Sad because a company like Ubisoft is using the dead corpse of their game Ghost Recon Breakpoint as an NFT laboratory to shell out garbage to its player base. I wonder if Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemont will retract his statements about NFTs being the new loot boxes after he gets the numbers back on his current fiasco. Again, Ubisoft should be worried about their workplace culture and less about trying to scam their loyal fans. In absolutely bone-chilling, horrifying sci-fi news, scientists at the Australian Cortical Labs have grown, quote, dish brains that can learn to play Pong faster than AI can. Cortical Labs is a company that is on the edge of integrating biological neurons and silicon-based computing hardware. The dish brains are cultures of brain cells grown on a computer chip. These cyborg chips also have the ability to restructure themselves to overcome challenges... Like Pong. Scientists then simulate the dish brains with electrical signals to communicate where the ball in Pong is going. The dish brain then responds by moving the paddles chief scientific officer of cortical labs brett kagan told new scientists quote we think it's fair to call them cyborg brains we often refer to them as living in the matrix when they're in the game they believe they are the paddle which is absolutely terrifying could you imagine being a clump of brain cells and then finding sentience do you want skynet because this is how you get skynet all right, well, that's it for today's Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.